Hey folks, I'm Colin Gray and this is Podcraft. Hey folks and welcome to another episode of Podcraft. It's a series three where we're looking at building a peerless podcasting website that is creating a great home for your podcast on the web. So we're up to the penultimate episode, that's only two to go, including today, that's episode 319, and today we're looking at building a community. This is one of the greatest aims of a podcast, I would say, that idea of being able to build a full community around both yourself and your podcast and your topic, so that you have lots of people, lots of fans all talking to each other, promoting your content, helping you, giving lots of feedback, all that kind of stuff, all the great stuff that comes with being the centre of a community, and giving all that value back to community members as well, actually changing people's lives, actually adding something to their lives, and helping them to do greater things. So yeah, that's the aim we have for today's the idea of building a community on your podcasting website. Now, even if you don't monetize it, there's huge benefits here. I've just mentioned a few of them briefly, but let's just go through them in detail. So um, we'll go on to actually monetizing a community uh, in a little while, but even if you don't want to, even if you're just a hobbyist, there's still plenty of benefits for you uh, around creating a community for your podcast. For a start, it's great fun. So you're getting involved with lots of your listeners. You're getting involved with all the people that are interested in your subject. Uh, so say mountain biking, that's one of my podcasts that I do, something that I'm really into. Uh, and I actually get involved with mountain biking community. So I get online, I talk to people, I get involved with conversations, I get a lot of value, I give a lot of value back, we give advice, all that kind of stuff. That's what happens in a community. So even if you're the one that's running it, you'll get a lot of fun out of that too, especially because as the person that is running it, obviously you're a bit of a focus for it. So there's a lot of benefits to you um, being that kind of pseudo-celebrity um, of the community. But besides that, it's just you make friends. So you'll have lots of friends on there, people who come regularly, and that's a great fun aspect. Besides that, a lot of people will contribute content. So your members of your community, those people that start to feel loyalty towards your community, towards your podcast, they'll help you create content. They'll offer you lots of tips, lots of advice. They'll give you lots of things. So going back to the mountain biking uh, idea, if I had a community around the mountain biking podcast, they would give me trail, trail guides, for example. So I can't go and visit all of the trails around the country. So people in my community might contribute trail reports that I could then read out on the podcast. Or they could review bikes. I can't buy all the bikes in the world either as much as I'd like to. Uh, so you get people reading out, um, sorry, you get people writing in reviews of different pieces of kit, of shoes, of bags, of shorts, of all that kind of stuff. And you can then read that out on your podcast as well. And people really value that. People really enjoy doing that. They really contribute, uh, enjoy contributing that type of stuff to a community. So they feel um, satisfaction about putting that out into the world, about helping people out. And they feel even more satisfaction about having you read it out on the podcast. So it's a bit of a win-win for both. You get the content and they get a lot of recognition, a lot of satisfaction out of it. Related to that is also the fact that you get a lot of feedback. So people will give you lots of feedback on the types of things they're struggling with in their subject. Whatever it is you talk about, you're always looking for problems, but pain points. You're always looking for the things that people struggle with in your topic. And that's where you find the really compelling content. If you can answer questions, if you can answer pains, if you can answer problems that people have commonly within your topic, then that's the content people want to listen to. That's the stuff people really engage with if it solves a problem for them. And if you run a community, you get to talk to a lot of people 
that are into this subject. You get to to read a lot of uh, comments from people that are writing about this subject. So the ideas for content will really, really come out. All these problems, all these issues that people have will come out in that community and you can then build content and build podcast episodes, build products for them in future. Finally, even if you're just a hobbyist podcaster, promotion. Promotion is a big benefit of community. If you have dozens of people in your community, then they are all going to tell dozens of their friends. If they're loyal listeners, they're going to tell people about your podcast. They're going to tell people about your website. And having that community that is really loyal to you becomes fanatical about your content. There's nothing better for promotion than that word of mouth, than that recommendation from somebody who's just a fan. They're not invested in this. There's no reason why they should be telling somebody about this community or this podcast other than the fact that they really like it. And that's the kind of recommendations you want to get. Now, going beyond the hobbyist aspect, they're all the benefits you get. Obviously, if you're running a business um, and you're using a podcast to promote that business, then all of those benefits really do count for you as well. Obviously, the contribution of content, that's great. Being able to actually find out what type of episodes people want. That feedback as well, being able to find out the problems um, that people are having uh, so that you can create a podcast episode and products. I mean, if you're running a business, if you can find out what people are really struggling with, you can then create products to solve those problems. And that's the type of products that really sell when they sell and um, when they solve a problem that you know exists within your community, as opposed to something that you just assume exists, which quite often happens within uh, businesses. The business owner will create something that they just think should exist or they think that think will solve a problem. But when you're getting it direct from the horse's mouth, you're getting it straight from your listeners. That this is something they need solved. then that is hugely valuable. And then finally, obviously, that promotion aspect to that works for a business just as well as it does for a hobbyist. You want to get your business out there and if people become a fan of your podcast, they're going to not only promote your podcast, but they're going to promote your business as well. And how good's that? Now, building a community around a business is obviously a different prospect to building one around a hobby. People generally have a pretty good detector for um, lies, for... um, for just general baloney uh, when people are trying to pretend they're giving value or pretend they're doing one thing when actually they're trying to sell. So it's quite different. The key to that, the key to building a community as a business is offering a hell of a lot of value. So you need to give away a lot of stuff. You need to give away advice. You need to give away your time. So you need to actually answer lots of questions in your community. You need to get involved. You need to be in there as the business owner. Um, And people really value that because they know that time is pretty much your most valuable commodity. So if you're getting in there and you're helping people, that is offering a whole lot of value. But it's not really, it's not costing you anything in terms of money or resources, just your time. And obviously that is valuable. So you need to be careful with that. But people know that and they'll uh, they'll pay you back uh, in equal measure. You can also, to build that value, you can also give away products. So you can actually give special treatment to your community members. You can give them uh, special reports, information products that don't really cost you anything to give away, just a little bit of time to create. You can give away courses. You can give away things specially to your community, which will make them feel really valued and make them more and more loyal to your community, to your business and your podcast in future. And then obviously when it comes time for you to actually sell something, so to sell a real product, something that is actually valuable, they'll have built a lot of trust in you because they know the kind of thing that you provide. They know that you put out good quality stuff. They know that you've put out a lot of value in the past and they're more than happy to pay you back. Um, And if you've managed to build that type of loyal community in the past, 
your sales will absolutely skyrocket when you do come to sell. So when you actually ask them to do something for you, you'll actually get it back. Those people will pay you back in huge measure. So that's the basics of why you might want to build a community and the benefits from it. Let's have a look at how you do so. So it's possible to build a community on the basic WordPress platform. You have some kind of you have some types of communication methods. So you've got comments. Uh, so you can build a bit of community just in the comments. You can have people coming back uh, again and again to comment on your posts, to comment in your show notes, and you can reply to them as well. So conversations can build up in the comments. It's a very basic form of conversation, but it does exist. So that might be an option for you. You can also bring in social media conversations. So you can bring in a Twitter feed. You can bring in some of your Facebook posts. Uh, So you can bring in external conversations and maybe um, show a little bit of your community in that respect. And finally, you can even lead out to uh, other platforms. You could lead out to a Facebook community, for example, or a group on LinkedIn. So you could have your actual community based off-site elsewhere, but link to it from your own website, actually direct people there. Uh, And that would give you full forum functionality, conversations, all that kind of stuff, groups, that type of thing. But again, I, I think I've talked about this in the past, but I wouldn't recommend that. I think that's building on borrowed land. Something I read from Chris Marr actually not that long ago is the sharecropping idea. I don't think that came from him, but he did a really good article on that subject, which I'll link to in the show notes. The whole digital sharecropping uh, concept around um, people building on uh, rented land, on borrowed land that could be taken away at any time. Uh, I mean, if you build a community on Facebook, there's nothing to say that Facebook won't charge you for that community in future or even just um, take that functionality away. You might imagine that someone as big as Facebook wouldn't do that, but uh, Google have been known for shutting down entire services um, with very short notice. So you can never rely on it. Really, you want to be building anything that you um, that you value, such as a community, on your own land, so on your own server. So that means on your own website, essentially. Not only does it give you assurance that it's always going to be there, so you actually have control over whether it's going to be around in future, but also you just have a lot more control over how it looks, how it functions, um, stuff like advertising, for example, putting advertising on Facebook or LinkedIn groups. Maybe not possible, but you can do that on your own. So ways to monetize in future as well. Uh, It's pretty important to own your own property in that respect. So on that note, you want to build your own forum. So how do we do this in WordPress? And here we come to the tools for today. So it's quite easy actually to build a forum out in WordPress. Uh, There's a few different ways to do it. And let's have a look at the few tools. The one that I've always used in the past is called BBPress. So that's the letter BB. So just B, B and then press. And that's pretty much the daddy of forum software within WordPress. It's been around for years. Uh, It's in with the kind of the woodwork of WordPress. In the olden days, it used to be a standalone tool that went alongside WordPress, but then it was built completely into WordPress as a plugin and now it's completely integrated. Um, There's a huge community out there around it, including tons of plugins and themes. So it's hugely powerful, hugely flexible. You can basically build BBPress out into any type of form you like. The downsides of it are it's a bit ugly out of the box. So uh, if you just install the default BBPress, then it doesn't look very nice. You might have to play around with the themes to make it look nice or to actually tie it in with your normal theme. And um, some people do think that it's uh, it's not the most easy to use tool, but that's mainly because of its power. 
Uh, I think it is quite easy to use, to be honest. Uh, if you set it up in the basic form, pretty easy to get it going that way. You can set up all the forums, all the different sections of your forum, all that type of stuff. And then once you start playing around with the more advanced features, it does get a little bit more complicated, but it's the same with anything. Once you get into the advanced stuff, you're going to be uh, just having to do a bit of learning about how it works. Um, but you're not going to be disappointed. If you go with BB Press, you won't be disappointed at all. Fully, uh, fully powerful, everything that you'd expect in a forum plugin. So by all means, try that out. Completely free as well, which is a huge advantage. There is a contender, though, that I will mention called WP Symposium. So this is a newer one. Uh, and really, it is actually the whole principle behind WP Symposium is that it's a social network. So you can build a social network very similar to Facebook um, on a WordPress site. So it's essentially building your own Facebook clone. Uh, it's got all of the same kind of stuff like um, friends and followers and groups and events and all that kind of thing. So it's got a lot of power, a lot of features in there. And it's even got a live chat function as well, actually. So you can have a live chat um, rooms for your community to get in there and get involved in if you think that uh, sort of standard asynchronous chat isn't enough for you. Uh, advantage of WP Symposium as well is that it looks good out of the box. So some nice default themes. So you don't have to play around with it too much. Arguably, it's easier to set up. So if you want to just get going quickly and easily, then WP Symposium could be a better option for you. WP Symposium in its basic form is completely free so you can play around with it you can upgrade and uh, get some extra features but uh, the free one's absolutely fine I think uh, and does pretty much everything that most people will need from a forum so the next one I'll mention is called CM Answers the reason I mention this one is because it's a little bit different in the way it works um, it's more basic so it's not a full-on forum package but it's more of a Q&A type of uh, deal. So it's a question and answers type of forum whereby people will post a question, uh, anyone can post an answer and you can get the voting up answers type of functionality that you find in the likes of Stack Overflow or Yahoo Answers or Quora. So if you want to run more of a question and answers type forum, let people help each other out or just ask questions of yourself uh, or maybe other people who are kind of nominated answerers within your community, then that could be a way, to, a good way to go. If it's less about sort of in-depth conversations and more about just helping each other answer questions, then CM Answers uh, is a plugin that could well work for you. So that's three different plugin tools that you can try out. I hope they prove useful to you. I hope you go ahead and have a go at building a community for your podcast. Definitely something that's worth investing time in, um, whether you're a hobbyist or a business looking to promote your podcast. So yeah, get involved in that and I'd love to hear how it goes. So that leads us to, on that note, the task for today. So choose one. Choose one of the tools, BB Press, WP Symposium or CM Answers, whichever one you think would suit you best based on how I've described them. Install that on your WordPress website and start building out the most basic forum. Just build a few different sections for that forum based on whatever your topic is. Now, as usual, you can obviously find links to these tools within the show notes. You'll find them at podcraft.net forward slash 319 for today. You'll be able to download them from there. And once you've done that, last step is just to tell, let me know how it goes. So go on to, again, podcraft.net forward slash 319 and drop me a comment on the show notes. Just drop in a comment saying which one you went for, why you chose that one, and uh, tell me some of the sections you've created. So tell me what um, areas within your forum you've created for your topic. Tell me what your topic is and what areas you have created. So yeah, I hope that covers communities for you, lets you know why you should be getting involved in community. 
And that leaves us at the end of the penultimate episode. So just one more to go. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking on a slightly related note about monetizing your content. So we introduced monetization with affiliate marketing a little bit earlier in the series. Now we're going to look at actually monetizing your content. So that involves creating your own products, maybe monetizing that community we've just talked about, or many other ways as well. I'm going to look at the best tools that you can use with WordPress to actually start charging for stuff that you create. So I hope you're looking forward to that. Uh, generally, it works quite well for businesses, but hobbyists as well, always quite um, keen to get something back out of their uh, podcasting efforts. So I hope you'll join me again tomorrow. So I'll talk to you then. See you later.